eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score at Wrigley Field in Chicago. The Cubs 5 and the Padres 2. Final totals for the Cubs. 5 runs, 9 hits, 1 error. And for the Padres, 2 runs, 6 hits, and no errors. Padres with the defeat drop the 13-14. and 14. Cubs with the win improve to 14-10. and 10, And the Cubs take 2 of 3 from San Diego in this 3-game series. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game coverage from inside our San Diego studio here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. We will take you for the next 45 minutes to an hour. We will recap this game, play back some of the highlights, also hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, and then Gwyn and Chris. Today, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby, they will join you towards the top of the hour. On a tough afternoon for the Padres in Chicago, you felt good about this game with the start. Seth Lugo off to a good start. Manny Machado, a nice couple of swings in this game, including a solo home run in the second inning gave the Padres a one nothing lead, but the Cubs scoring three runs in the second, one in the fifth inning, one in the seventh inning. Padres got one back in the eighth inning, and the Cubs winning it here today, five to two. Problems with runners in scoring position once again for the Padres in this one, and we'll get more into this, and we'll also hear from Bob Melvin. A lot coming up. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. The phone number if you want to get involved. But once again, and it's something we talked about a couple of days ago, this game showed you again that right now without the offense clicking on all cylinders, the margin for error is really small for the Padres right now. And that showed itself in this ball game again here today. Again, the Padres back to under 500 at 13 and 14. We'll continue to break it down, get more into it as we go along here on our post-game coverage. We'll get it rolling when we come back. We'll hear some of the highlights, recap this one, go back to Wrigley Field, hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin, and much, much more to get to. Again, the final score in the rubber game of this three-game series at Wrigley Field, the Cubs 5, 
five and the Padres two. Day off tomorrow for the Padres. They are on the way to Mexico City. They'll play the Giants Saturday and Sunday in the Mexico City series. Uh, but first, uh, an off day tomorrow, and we'll see if the Padres can bounce back in Mexico City. Our postgame show really gets rolling when we come back on the Padres Radio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Final score at Wrigley Field in Chicago today. The Cubs 5 and the Padres 2. Final totals again for the Cubs. 5 runs, 9 hits, and 1 error. And for San Diego, 2 runs, 6 hits, and no errors. Padres with the defeat dropped to 13-14. and 14. Cubs with the win improved to 14-10 and 10 as the Cubs take 2 of 3 from the Padres in this 3-game series. Now an off day tomorrow for the Padres, and they will play 2 games against the San Francisco Giants in Mexico City. Saturday and Sunday should be a lot of fun watching uh, the Padres in Mexico City. Certainly a very cool experience coming up over the weekend and then the Padres come back home to Petco Park on Monday to take on the Cincinnati Reds. Obviously you wanted a win here today. Wanted a series win over a Cubs team that has started the year very well. Did not happen today. Really for a variety of different reasons and we will continue to get into it. Break it all down. We'll play back some of the highlights in just a moment here. Also go back to Chicago and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. So uh, all that coming up, we will hear from Bob Melvin here shortly in just a bit. If you want to get involved, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Again, 833-288-0973, the phone number to call. If you want to give me your thoughts over social media, you can do that. If you have a a good thought about this game, something worth reading, I might just read it on the air. You can tweet at me at 97.3thefansd or on my Twitter, Sammy Lev, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. If you want to shoot me a message on Instagram, you can do that as well uh, at Sammy Lev there, S-A-M-M-Y-L-E-V. And uh, if you have uh, something to say about today's game, might just read it on the air as the Padres fall here today by the final score of 5-2. to two. Again, we will hear from Bob Melvin coming up in just a few minutes, so hang on for that. But first, let's recap this one. Take a listen back to some of the highlights. We begin in the top of the second inning. Manny Machado, who is batting below the cleanup spot for the first time since 2015, stepped in with one out and nobody on. Two and one. And Manny swings, hits it in the air to deep left center field. This one's way back. Gonna go! A home run for Manny Machado. Second of the year. And the number five hitter puts the Padres in front. one nothing here in the second. Cue up the genius remarks. This ball gets out in a hurry. Just the second time Manny was hitting in the number five spot in his career. The last time he did it again was in 2015, and the early results were great. Solo home run for Manny in the second inning gave the Padres a one to nothing lead. Seth Lugo retired the first five batters of the game with two outs and nobody on in the second. Lugo didn't get a close call on a 2-2 pitch to Eric Hosmer. The count went 3-2. and two. Here was the next pitch. 
Lugo out of the windup. We'll wind a deal. And this pitch hit in the air to right center field. Long run Grisham still going back. He looks up. This one going to go. Hosmer into the basket in right center. And Hosmer looking into the Padre dugout as he approached first base. Second home run as a Cub. And a 1-1 game here in the second. The former Padre, Eric Hosmer, tying the game at one. Nelson Velasquez was next. 1-0, Velasquez swings. He hits one high and deep to left. This one, a no-doubter, way back, going to go. Now midway up the bleachers in left. Back-to-back home runs for the Cubs, and they lead 2-1. to one. Cubs were in done. Lugo then hit Nick Madrigal with a pitch. Tucker Barnhart followed. 3-2, runner goes. Pitch swung on and sky to center. Grisham fighting the sun, using the glove to shield his eyes. Gets underneath of it, can't make the catch. Dropped right down at his feet, and the run will score as Madrigal comes all the way around from first base. Oh, you could just tell it was going to be tricky. And Trent, who's as good as anybody in baseball in center field, he got to the right place. The ball ends up at his feet. We talked in the pregame about it being a beautiful sunny day at Wrigley Field. Well, it came back to hurt the Padres in that third inning. Cubs had a 3-1 to lead heading to the third, or pardon me, in the second inning, those three runs scoring for Chicago. Lugo put up scoreless frames in the third and the fourth, but the Cubs added on in the fifth. Three straight singles from Nico Horner, Dansby Swanson, and Ian Happ with an RBI single. Cubs led 4-1. to Lugo would go five innings and allowed four earned runs. Hayden was necessary was better for the Cubs. He went five innings for Chicago and allowed just one earned run. A scoreless sixth inning. Padres had a good opportunity in the seventh against Mark Leiter Jr. A two-out single from Brett Sullivan, his first major league hit. Jake Cronenworth walked. There were two on, two out. Fernando Tatis Jr. faced Keegan Thompson, representing the tying run, but Tatis grounded out to end the inning. In the bottom half of the seventh, Tim Hill got the first two outs, but Dansby Swanson had a moment at Wrigley Field. 0-1 on Swanson. Hill deals. And this one hit in the air to left field and well hit. Soto back into the corner, on the track, hops up, into the basket, and a home run. First as a Cub for Dansby Swanson, and now a 5-1 lead here in the seventh inning. In the top of the eighth inning against Thompson, Juan Soto single to lead off the inning. Xander Bogarts walked. Padres had two on, nobody out, but Thompson got a deep fly out from Andy Machado. Matt Carpenter drove in Soto with a sack fly to center. That made it 5-2, to two, but that was all for San Diego in the eighth inning. Luis Garcia pitched a scoreless bottom of the eighth inning. Brad Boxberger, the former Padre, came on for the ninth inning, looking for his second save of the season. He walked Ha-Sung Kim to begin the the inning, but then Nelson Cruz pinch hit, hit into a double play, a fly out by Jake Cronenworth, and that was the ball game. The final score, the Cubs 5 and the Padres 2. Again, Hayden Wesneski picks up the win. He improves the 2-1. and one. Seth Lugo takes the defeat. He drops the 2-2. Two and two. The save goes to Brad Boxberger as again. The Padres drop to below 500 at 13-14. and 14. Cubs improve to 14-10 and 10 as the Cubs win 2-3 of three in this three-game series. Let's go back to Wrigley Field in Chicago. Hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Let's take a trip down to the Padres Clubhouse and hear from Padres manager Bob Melvin. Presented by Sinley Food. Find your next cooking adventure at Sinley Food. 4665 El Cajon Boulevard. The Cook's Asian resource. Well, it seemed like the, the stage was set for some good offense today. It didn't pan out. Was Nesky challenging or what was going on today? 
Well, we've had some trouble with guys that we haven't seen before, but you know, second time around, you expect to have a little better results. So, you know, we didn't get a ton of offense today. Would we get six hits? We did have some opportunities again, and those were the spots where we came up short. Runners in scoring position just can get the big hit when you yeah, get Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little too aggressive, sometimes caught in between a little bit. We haven't been that good, uh, at least to this point this year. Got to keep working. As far as Lugo goes, one run crossing on a sun ball, some ground balls in that other inning overall. Yeah. How did you think he threw? You know what, it's pretty good. He just, you know, it gets two outs and then gives up two homers. Um, so not his best day, but didn't walk anybody. You know, no free passes, but gave up a couple of homers. And then, like you said, ball lost in the sun. So um, keeps you in a game. Your lineup shakeup today. Manny going to fifth. What was your thinking there? I'm just trying to shake it up a little bit today. So plain and simple. I, I, lo I love our lineup with Toddy leading off and one, two, and Manny three, bogey four. And I think that's where we'll settle in. But we were just trying to shake it up a little bit today and see if it uh, changes scenery, helped us out offensively. You think it had anything to do with Manny, or had he been making? I, I think he did. His two, his last two at bats yesterday, I think were a lot better than his first two. So, Homer always gets you in a little better spirits, and then backs it up with a hit the other way. So I think we're in, you know, starting to get in a good spot with him. So all you can do, Bob, is just as you said, wait, get it going, keep working. Yeah. Again, you know, we're one hit away from today being in, in this game. You know, so it's a little frustrating that we've had a lot of these spots here and haven't been able to come through with the type of hitters that we have. We just keep working. Is there anything that you've seen here in the first 27 games from your offense, just overall? Yeah, we've lacked offense is what we've seen to this point, especially with the group that we have. Everybody knows that. So... Um, you know, we're still in a semi-small sample size, but we expect to do better. That was Padres manager Bob Melvin from the clubhouse at Wrigley Field in Chicago after the Padres fall 5-2 to to the Chicago Cubs as the Cubs win the rubber game of this three-game series. Sam Levitt back with you inside our Padres Radio Network studios, and it is still early. I've said it many, many times. It's April, but... When you talk about small sample sizes, 27 games, we're getting to a point here as we approach the 30-game mark, and then after that, you get to the 40-game mark, and you're uh, about a fourth of the way through the season where the sample size gets bigger, and the Padres continue to, and we'll talk more about it when we come back on the other side of this break, but they continue to, like yesterday, take one step forward offensively, one step back, two steps forward, one step back, and so on and so on. The bottom line right now is this, not that batting average is the be-all, end-all of offensive indicators, but the Padres at the moment have the lowest team batting average in baseball at 215. And with the names in this lineup, that's hard to believe, even 27 games in. So not trying to pile on, but that's the reality of where the numbers are right now, and it has just been a very inconsistent offensive team. We saw the Padres have some good moments yesterday. Fernando Tatis Jr. have a couple of huge base hits with runners in scoring position. Here today, Padres went 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position. We know that's been a struggle for them uh, throughout the year. You heard Bob Melvin, and it was a big uh, thing we talked about during the pregame show 
You heard Bob Melvin talk about the lineup change. And again, the lineup change today was significant. Jake Cronenworth leading off. Fernando Tatis Jr. dropped to the number two spot. Juan Soto in the third spot. And then Bogarts in the cleanup spot where he's been. And then Manny Machado hitting below cleanup since uh, for the first time since 2015. I mean, think about that for a second. Manny Machado, who may be a future Hall of Famer one day, he had not hit below the cleanup spot since 2015. He did it today. That's how much the Padres are trying to shake up this lineup. You heard Bob Melvin say that he loves the lineup, of course, with the names in it. You, you do love it, and you're still waiting for these guys uh, to click on all cylinders. But the Padres right now are, are searching for that offensive consistency really any way they can. Today it was shaking up the lineup. Certainly Manny had a couple of really good swings in this game, had a home run. The ball he hit in the eighth inning on a different day maybe gets out of there at Wrigley Field, and and he just missed it. So he looked better today, which is encouraging, but uh, not enough today as the Padres fall 5-2. to two. We'll continue to break it down. We may also have some additional audio coming up from the clubhouse as well, so stay tuned for that as we wrap things up. Again, the final score, the Cubs 5 and the Padres 2 on our postgame show here on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Final score at Wrigley Field today in Chicago. The Cubs 5 and the Padres 2 as the Padres drop to below 500 at 13 and 14. Cubs improve to 14 and 10. Sam Levitt with you in our San Diego studios here on the Padres Radio Network. Good to have you with us on this Thursday. Again, Gwen and Chris will join you towards the top of the hour. It'll be Chris Ello, Matt Scraby today. I'm sure they'll have much more to say about this ball game here tonight. We also have a special draft show, uh, NFL draft show, uh, coming up here on the station, 97.3 The Fan. A little bit later on today, I'll let uh, Chris and Scraby tell you more about that, but uh, we have a lot of coverage of the NFL draft today, but we roll on with our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, final totals for the Cubs, five runs, nine hits, one error, and for San Diego, two runs, six hits, and no errors. Looking at Seth Lugo's outing today, five innings, four earned runs given up, seven hits allowed, walk nobody, struck out three, 98 pitches, 62 strikes for Seth Lugo, and You know, he goes five up, five down to begin the game. And then on a 2-2 pitch to Eric Hosmer, doesn't get a call on the outside corner. Gives up the home run to Hosmer, then gives up the home run to Velasquez. Just like that, Cubs take a 2-1 lead. Then hits Madrigal with a pitch, and then the ball to center field that Grisham couldn't find in the sun. Madrigal scores all the way from first base, and just like that, in the span of four batters, it goes from the Padres leading one to nothing to the Padres trailing three to one, and they really never recovered in this game. Then Lugo, one, two, three, fourth inning in the fifth inning, gives up three straight singles, the last of which was an RBI single to Ian Happ. So at times in this game, Lugo is very sharp. At times, look, you never want to give up back-to-back home runs, and Lugo did not get that call to Hosmer. But after that, there was another home run. And remember, even when you don't get a call, doesn't you know give you a, an excuse to give up a home run. It happens, but 
Home run to Hosmer, home run to Velasquez, then hits Madrigal. So some of the uh, issues for Lugo uh, were self-inflicted here today. What I what I thought, and, and we'll get more into this probably in our next segment, and again, we will take your phone calls here coming up, 833-288-0973. Again, phone number 833-288-0973. It's something I mentioned at the very top of the postgame show, and that is that the margin for mistakes, for error, with the Padres on many nights here, many days, not clicking offensively and not scoring in a lot of these games, it just makes the margin for mistake very, very small. And you look at Lugo's outing, it's a good example of it. And I say margin for error, but you look at in the second inning, if he gets that call on the pitch to Hosmer, the inning's over. So we're not just talking about margin for error. We're just talking about, hey, whether the umpire makes a call on the outside corner or not. If you don't get that call and then you make a mistake and that becomes another mistake, the the margin for those things for error right now for the Padres is just not that big because the offense in a lot of games has not been able to respond. So that was kind of the way it went for Seth Lugo today. Again, final line, five innings, four earned runs given up, seven hits allowed. Let's go back to Wrigley Field inside the Padres clubhouse and hear from today's starting pitcher, Seth Lugo. Seth, how do you evaluate a game like today? Obviously a couple of home runs, but also runs scoring on a sun ball and a lot of ground balls in that one inning as well overall. How do you feel about it? Um, you know, it's frustrating. Uh, you know, you don't believe, uh, you know, Shut down that after after home run there, but um, you know a, uh, a mistake and uh, you know maybe the wrong pitch there, but uh, you know some ball can't do nothing about that. And, you know trying to get some ground balls, you know he got some ground balls, but some balls. It's uh, a little unlucky, but um, you know, overall I think it's the right pitch, and uh, you know I felt pretty good out there, but you know it just wasn't my night. Did you feel like you had most of your weapons to be able to get to today? Just just a couple of errant pitches. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, I would say, uh, you know, one or two, you know, mistake pitches. But, uh, you know, overall, I feel like I executed all my pitches pretty well. Can you pitch in this place when there's the wind blowing the one way and it's kind of a weird place with the sun and everything? Do you pitch here like you would anywhere else? Um, I try to. You know, I, I try not to think it. Um, obviously, uh, you know, I wanted to keep the ball on the ground and every start. But, uh, it's uh, uncontrollable, so just trying to go there and play my game. Do you think you had a strikeout in the pause in the pitch before? Yeah, I tried to walk some of that. The first time it's happened, it probably won't be the last. What what happens in those moments? I mean, how do you try to refocus as quickly as possible? Um, you know, I feel like I didn't lose my focus, so I, I think we picked the wrong pitcher. Um, you know, uh, this next time, I'll make the that was Seth Lugo from inside the Padres clubhouse after this 5-2 loss to the Chicago Cubs. And uh, not the greatest audio quality there. Hopefully you were able to uh, make out what Seth Lugo was saying. He was asked about not getting the call on Eric Hosmer. And, and he said there, I, I believe he said he uh, he didn't lose his focus. Um, look, giving up a, a solo home run in the second inning of a game, that's no big deal. The problem becomes when... One home run becomes two home runs when Velasquez goes back-to-back and then hitting Madrigal with a pitch. And then, uh, look, uh, Lugo, the the tough thing for Seth Lugo in that second inning is, A, he's out of the inning if he gets the call on Hosmer, and, B, 
it's only a two-run inning if Trent Grisham can locate the ball that Barnhart hits and the inning's over. So instead of a two-run inning, uh, excuse me, instead of a three-run inning, it would have been a two-run inning. If he gets the call on Hosmer, it's a scoreless inning. So, look, there was some bad luck there uh, for Seth Lugo. But, um, hey, that you know, I can't look at this game here today and blame the loss on you know, on getting, uh, uh, on not getting a call here or there. That's baseball. And, you know, it's something we talked about the last, uh, you know, couple of nights before yesterday, this Padres offense, you hope, and you hope this becomes a theme, should have the ability to overcome those kinds of things within the course of a game. With the talent, the power in this offense, when Certain things don't go your way, like they didn't go Seth Lugo's way in the second inning. And look, that's baseball. Sometimes, until they have the automatic strike and ball situation with the robot umpires, you're not going to get some calls. But when you don't get them and the inning becomes a two, three run inning, you hope in the future the Padres offense can make up for that and, you know, and, and back up their guy, Seth Lugo, on the mound and pick him up. So that didn't really happen here today, and uh, that's the way it went for Seth Lugo, his audio from the clubhouse. Again, we'll take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Much more to get to on our post-game show, and uh, we'll also give out our daily awards, ace pitcher of the game, relief pitcher of the game, player of the game. Take your phone calls here coming up. Again, the phone number, 833 I know we have a few people already waiting on hold, so hang on with us for a second. I mentioned our ace pitcher of the game. Let's tell you who it is. Which pitcher was dealing today? Let's find out who's today's ace pitcher of the game. Brought to you by The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. From Traeger and Weber to the Big Green Egg. All your grilling and barbecue needs are inside The Grilling Store at Hillcrest Ace Hardware. Our ace pitcher of the game, we will go with Hayden Wesneski of the Cubs. And I'll tell you why. Gives up the early home run to Manny, but that was really it. That was the only issue really today for Wesneski, who picks up his second win. Worked around some trouble. One out single in the first inning, leadoff single in the third. Had to deal with base runners in the fourth inning. One, two, three, fifth inning. He was good. And tip of the cap to Hayden Wesneski, young starting pitcher. And he handled this Padres offense with a lot of talent in it pretty well. So Wesneski will be our ace pitcher of the game as the Padres fall by the final score of 5-2. to two. We'll step aside, come back with more. We will start taking some of your phone calls when we come back. 833-288-0973. The phone number, again, 833-288-0973. The phone number if you want to get involved. Final score, Cubs 5, Padres 2. We continue our post-game coverage after this on the Padres Radio Network. Game show continues here on the Padres Radio Network. Cubs win it 5 to 2 over the San Diego Padres in the rubber game of a three-game series 
in Chicago. Padres dropped to 13 and 14 on the year. Cubs improved to 14 and 10. Again, the final totals here tonight for the Cubs. Five runs, nine hits, one error. And for the Padres, two runs, six hits, and no errors. We will take uh, your phone calls here coming up 833-288-0973. Phone number 833-288-0973 if you want to get involved. Uh, quickly, some thoughts in case you're just uh, joining us. Padres, again, go 0 for 6 with runners in scoring position in this game. It was certainly a problem once again, really aside from the early home run for Manny Machado, solo shot in the second inning that made it a one nothing game. Padres could not cash in when they had opportunities, and it has been a theme through the first 27 games. Padres came in batting 196 with runners in scoring position. Uh, that is the lowest batting average in those scenarios in Major League Baseball. And... You know, look, uh, and I'm not trying to pile on here today, but the Padres right now, their batting average as a team, 215. That is the lowest mark in Major League Baseball. And we've said it before, it's hard to believe with the names in this lineup. Now, it's 27 games in, not 150 games in. We understand that. But even still, 27 games in, lower than the likes of the Tigers and the Royals and the A's. But even teams that should be a lot higher than where they are are, are in that mix towards the bottom half as well. The Mariners at 223, the Dodgers at 223. But uh, you're waiting for this offensive consistency to show up, and to this point, it is not. It's something we talked about, I think, in our last segment, where the margin for error is just very small right now for the Padres. And we talked about it, the situation in the second inning where – Seth Lugo doesn't get a close call on a 2-2 pitch, a pitch that probably was a strike, doesn't get it. Next pitch, Hosmer hits it out for a home run tied at one. And then back-to-back home runs when Velasquez goes deep later in the inning. Grisham can't find a ball in the sun uh, in center field. Run comes in, makes it a three-run inning for the Cubs, and they never really look back in this game. The point being that when the offense is not clicking consistently on a night-to-night basis, The Padres just don't have much room for error. That's the bottom line. Again, this is the type of offense that should be able to overcome those things on most days, but the reality is is those uh, three run inning by the Cubs and a couple of mistakes and not getting a call, that shouldn't sink this team. And um, on a lot of nights here in, in the first part of the year, Um, It has been too much for them to overcome. So you hope that flips around where the offense, again, and and Jesse and Tony, when they wrapped it up, they were talking about it. Look, we can talk about not getting a call. We can talk about Lugo making some mistakes, talk about Grisham not being able to find a ball in center. But the reality is, is the main focus right now is the offense because if this team was hitting more to their capability as a group, They'd be winning more games, and you wouldn't be talking about uh, some of these things. So we'll see if that turns around for the Padres uh, in the days to come. Certainly bright spots today. Manny looked better. I think there's no doubt about that. Had a great swing on a home run in the second inning. Nearly hit another one out in the eighth inning. Uh, You know, just got under it. Wind probably played a factor as well, so that's a positive. Hopefully he's starting to come around Uh, Juan Soto, one for three, run scored, hit into a double play, did walk in this game, which he's done. Um, You hope he can start getting uh, started getting going in Mexico City. And of course, the big headline, like we said, entering this game, 
the Padres shaking up the lineup. Cronenworth leading off to Tease in the two, Soto in the third spot, and then uh, Manny, who has not hit below cleanup since 2015, was in the five spot today and hit a home run his first at-bat. Certainly looked better. We'll see if it continues. We'll see if on Saturday if the Padres continue to shake up the lineup in that way. I don't know that they will, considering uh, the Padres didn't win today. It would seem to me they'd probably go back uh, in some order to uh, to Tatis, Soto, Bogarts, and Machado in the top four. But, uh, again, there's no way around it. And, uh, again, I'm not trying to pile on here, but – This team, I don't think, will win consistently until the offense is more consistent. That's the reality. It was a team, and Bob Melvin said it at this point a week and a half ago, this team is built to hit. And when they start hitting consistently, I have no doubt this team will win more games and win a lot of games and take off. But we're waiting for that right now, and we'll see if it comes uh, in the coming days in Mexico City or during the homestand coming up as well. Again, final score, Cubs 5 and the Padres 2. Let's tell you about our relief pitcher of the game. Which pitcher was able to come in and slam the door shut? It's time for the relief pitcher of the game in support of the Jacobs and Cushman San Diego Food Bank, providing food assistance to local children, families, and seniors in need. To get help or give help, visit SanDiegoFoodBank.org. Our relief pitcher of the game will go with, we'll stay on the Padres side of things for this one. We'll go with Brent Honeywell, one, two, three inning, struck out a batter, Hosmer in the sixth. At that point, it's a 4-1 game. You're trying to stay in the game. We'll give it to Brent Honeywell. Why not? One, two, three frame. Kept at a three-run deficit, trying to keep your team in the game, keep the Padres' offense in it, and he did exactly that. One, two, three, a perfect inning of relief. And when we talk about perfect innings of relief, that is how you typically, or you can, receive the relief pitcher of the game. We'll take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up here in just a little bit. But first, let's tell you about our home run tally. Which players went deep tonight? This is our MLB Home Run Tally, presented by Mr. Moto Pizza, bringing back the old New York pizzeria experience with fresh, funky, thin crest gourmet pies and the original stuffed knots. With eight locations in San Diego, find your favorite at MrMotoPizza.com. Only a few games have been completed or are still going on right now. So we'll tell you about a few guys that hit home runs today. Connor Joe hit a two-run home run for the Pittsburgh Pirates in the Pirates' 6-2 win over the L.A. Dodgers. Pirates are now 18-8. and What a start to the year for the Pirates. Brandon Drury, former Padre, is homered in the Angels game against the A's right now. They're tied at five in the fifth inning. Drury a home run. For the Angels in that game, Brent Rooker, a three-run home run for the A's in that game. Shea Langliers, a two-run home run for the A's in that game as well. In fact, the Angels had a 5 nothing lead in that game. But Oakland, with those two home runs, both came in the fourth inning, a five-spot in the fourth inning for Oakland. And that ball game is tied at five. Take a look here at any others we want to get to as far as home runs. Just give me a moment here. I'm perusing some of the box scores. Don't want to miss anything No home runs in that Braves-Marlins game. Any other games I want to look at here before we wrap up our home run segment? No. I think that may be all the home runs hit so far today. 
How about the Cardinals-Giants game? Let's check in on that one before we uh, wrap up our home run tally. Oh, good thing I did. There was a home run for the Cardinals, and they have been certainly uh, struggling so far this year. Alec Burleson, a solo home run for the Cards, uh, and they are playing the Giants in San Francisco. 2-0, the Cardinals over the Giants right now. And we'll have a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard coming up in just a little bit. Let's uh, quickly go to the phones, 833-288-0973, the phone number. Go to Katie, who's calling in from Oceanside. Hi, Katie. Welcome to our post-game show on the Padres Radio Network. How are you? I'm okay. Um, Sammy, I just want to say, as like a lifetime Padre fan, you are not piling on about the offense. I mean, I was so excited when this season started. Like, this is it. And I said that every year, you know, since I was born. But I really meant it this year. Um, And it is absolutely mystifying. Of course, you don't expect to come out and win 60 games in a row. But but this offense has just been mystifying. I mean, I love these guys, and I am not going to, you know, get down on them too much. But I don't think you're piling on. I have no doubt they're working hard. I have no doubt that they are just as frustrated. But as a Padres fan who was just, I mean, I'm so frustrated. And I, I just don't think you can. You're not piling up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Katie, appreciate the call and, and understand the frustration. Um, look, I, and I've said it on nights where they've been shut out. I don't know what the answer is, and I don't know what the reason is. I mean, again, and I've, I've said it before, I'm, I'm not a hitting guru. I'm not going to sit here and make believe I can pinpoint what exactly is going on with the Padres offense or why with so much talent in this offense, the first 27 games, they just have not hit collectively or consistently. Um, you're right. It's frustrating. It's confusing. Uh, maybe mystifying is the right word. The only thing I can say are a couple of things. And I actually I talked about it with Ben and Woods before we came on for our pregame show this morning here on 97.3 The Fan. Is that, A, these things tend, they tend to even out. And typically, and I know a lot of fans out there, you'll you'll roll your eyes at this, and it doesn't make you feel better about today's game or the 13 and 14 start, but typically track records do prove themselves. And that's true. It's true about baseball. A guy like Manny Machado typically, not every year is the same. Last year was a near MVP type season. His first year in San Diego was not quite as good as that one was. But typically, those guys will put up some pretty good numbers, and typically things even out. Um, So I don't know. 27 games in, I still go to those track records. With that said, we're getting to a point where the sample size is not so small anymore as we get to the 30-game mark, and then after that, the quarter mark of the season. Um, At the same time, it is very early, and it is April. Um, These things tend to even out, and the other point I made with Ben and Woods this morning there's no other option than to run the same lineup out and hope these guys start hitting. There, What is the other option? You, you've got an enormous amount of talent in this lineup offensively. They have not hit collectively. It has not been what you expected so far. There's no doubt about that. It's been underwhelming offensively. But there is no, there are no moves to be made. So it's about, and for somebody like Juan Soto, we heard Bob Melvin talk about it yesterday, you know, Juan wants to work through this by playing, not by getting a day off, 
you know, who knows? If he continues to struggle, maybe the, the Padres say to Juan Soto, you know what? We're going to give you a day off to clear your head and, and kind of reset. But, you know, we, a day off here or there, I, there's nothing big happening <laughs> to this lineup personnel-wise. Um, you know, as far as approach, we can have those conversations, you know, about what they could do better approach-wise, and certainly people a lot more in tune with hitting than me can can break that kind of stuff down. Not that I, I watch the game, I listen to the games, and I don't know what I'm watching, what I'm talking about, but I'm just saying, I'm not uh, I'm not the hitting guru sitting here. But there's not many changes to be made personnel-wise. So, look, to me, and I will continue to say it until I think it's truly not very early anymore, it's April. And that's not a great answer. It's not. I'll admit it's not a great answer. But uh, other than running the lineup out there and hopefully and hoping that guys like Manny and Soto and Tatis and all of them get going collectively at once and start hitting the ball consistently, for now, that's what you keep doing. And you hope they, uh, they turn it around. As far as changes in approach, certainly those are things you can talk about. Um, but... I, I, you know, to Katie's point, I don't have the greatest answers uh, right now uh, for uh, for why this team hasn't hit as consistently as they should with the names in the lineup. So uh, we'll see if they can get it going in Mexico City when they take on the Giants on Saturday and Sunday after the off day tomorrow. We'll step aside here on the Padres Radio Network, come back with more. We'll have our player of the game. Take a full look at the out-of-town scoreboard. Continue to wrap this thing up after the Padres fall 5-2 to two to the Chicago Cubs at Wrigley Field. We'll also uh, flip it over to winning Chris. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby will join you towards the top of the hour. More to come on our post-game show, Cubs 5, Padres 2, with the final in Chicago on the Padres Radio Network. One and to Sullivan, and he hits it on the ground up the middle, and behind second, it's into center field and a base hit. First in the big leagues for Brett Sullivan. Swanson diving for it on the outfield grass, nearly able to get there, but that one trickles on through, and Brett Sullivan with his first hit in the major leagues. Certainly a nice moment in this ball game here today for the Padres. Brett Sullivan, after spending... Eight seasons in the minor leagues, 0 for 9 in his brief major league career, picks up his first major league hit. It came in the seventh inning of today's game. Certainly a nice moment for the Padres. They had uh, really, aside from that, I I think you could say probably one other nice offensive moment. Uh, The Manny Machado early home run solo shot in the second, the uh, second home run of the season for Manny. Otherwise, Padres were 0 for 6 in this game with runners in scoring position as the Padres fall by a final of 5-2. to two. Sam Levitt with you on our post-game show inside our Padres Radio Network studios. Good to have you with us on this Thursday afternoon. Again, Gwyn and Chris, Chris Ello, Matt Scraby will join you uh, coming up here shortly. They will take you uh, up until our special NFL Draft Show here on 97.3 The Fan, and I'm sure Chris and Scraby will have much, much more to get to about this game. Padres falling in the rubber game of this three-game series at Rig Field. We'll get to the out-of-town scoreboard in just a moment, but first, let's tell you about our player of the game. 
Which player had the biggest impact on today's game? <laughs> Let's find out who is today's player of the game. Presented by Valley View Casino and Hotel. Catch every game at Patties and Pints. Plus, enjoy $4 beer every Thursday. Visit valleyviewcasino.com today. We take a look at our player of the game in this one here today. On the offensive side of things for the Padres, Manny had two hits, including the home run. Eric Hosmer had the game-tying home run. Velasquez gave the Cubs the lead. No clear uh, favorite to me. I think we got to go with the Cub, though, with the result today. You know what? I'll tell you what. Hayden Wesneski, I know we gave a ace pitcher today, but to me, it was pretty impressive what he did. He's a very young starting pitcher, not a ton of experience. Padres, we said it during the pregame, no Padre had ever seen him before. So against this lineup with the names in it, to do what he did, five innings, one earned run given up. The home run given up to Manny was really the only big blemish on his day. Hayden Wisniewski, the young starting pitcher for the Cubs, our player of the game. Final score again, Cubs 5, Padres 2. Let's take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard. What's going on around the major leagues? Let's go around Major League Baseball and take a look at the scores you need to know from across the country. This is the Out of Town Scoreboard presented by Jensen Meat, where great taste meets integrity. Locally produced in San Diego since 1958. We take a look at the Out of Town Scoreboard on this Thursday in the Major Leagues. Number of finals already. Game's going on right now. Marlins leading the Braves 5-4 in Atlanta in the ninth inning. Cardinals ahead of the Giants 5-0 in San Francisco in the eighth inning. Angels leading the A's 6-5 in the fifth inning in Anaheim. Finals already today. The Pirates beating the Dodgers 6-2 in Pittsburgh. Pirates now 18-8. Dodgers even at 13-13 now. Phillies ahead of the Mariners and they beat them today 1-0 in Philadelphia. And the game's coming up uh, still here on this Thursday. Orioles at the Tigers at 340. Rays at the White Sox at 410. Royals at the Twins at 440. Yankees at the Rangers in Arlington at 505. And that is a look at the out-of-town scoreboard on this Thursday in the major leagues. Taking a look at the upcoming schedule for the San Diego Padres. Off day tomorrow. Padres have been lucky to get an off day on Monday. Off day tomorrow. Technically two home games, by the way, they're scheduled out. In Mexico City, the Mexico City series should be uh, a very uh, a very nice couple of days in Mexico City. First regular season series in Mexico City in Major League history. And again, Padres have an off day tomorrow. They will take on the Giants Saturday and Sunday in Mexico City. First pitch on Saturday at 3.05 p.m. Our pregame coverage will begin from San Diego at 2.05. Right-hander Joe Musgrove on the mound for the Padres. Left-hander Sean Manaya on the mound for the San Francisco Giants. Again, first pitch at 3.05. Our pregame show will begin at 2.05 and certainly uh, will be... Uh, a very uh, interesting couple of days in Mexico City. A lot to talk about, the uh, elevation and the altitude. And obviously, for a Padres team, still searching to find their consistency right now. Every game they play is important right now as they look for that offensive consistency and they will enter that Mexico City series at below 500 at 13-14. and 14. Cubs with the win, again, improved to 14-10. and 10. 
taking a look at the final totals in this game here today in Chicago. For the Padres, two runs, six hits, no errors. They left on eight. For the Cubs, five runs, nine hits, one error. They left on four. Winning pitcher was Hayden Wesneski, who improves to two and one. Losing pitcher was Seth Lugo, who drops to two and two. And the save goes to Brad Boxberger, his second save of the year. Time of game, two hours and 30 minutes in the crowd at Wrigley Field in Chicago, 26,588. That'll do it for our post-game show here on the Padres Radio Network. Again, a day off tomorrow, then first pitch in Mexico City at 3.05 on Saturday. Our pregame coverage at 2.05. Hopefully you can join us then. For our great studio coordinator, Frank Mark Casey, I'm Sam Levitt saying so long. From our San Diego studios, again, the final score, the Chicago Cubs 5 and the San Diego Padres 2 on the Padres Radio Network.